0: to underlying frequencies i'm your host maya giselle savidra say hi mike
1: oh hey my name is michael gonzalez
0: i'm telling about your rso mike
1: okay so my rso is uh, action replay Uh, action replay is all about video games um video games you know we're just kind of talking about what makes them so much fun you know we go into all sorts of different topics like emulation indie games um horror games we're just doing that actually we're uh why don't i promote that just a little bit um on october 30th Ooh. at 6 30 p.m we will be having our uh halloween event talking about horror games so
0: very ooky spooky let me just say oh, um so i just want to say happy halloween to everyone because i'm recording this a week before halloween but by the time i edit it and everything it will be the week of Halloween. So, what's up? Ookie Spooky. Ookie
1: spooky, spooky.
0: Um, What are you going as Halloween for? Like, um, what are you going for as ha- for Halloween? <laughs>
1: wow, great going, Maya. Yeah,
0: I'm really bad at speaking.
1: Okay, so pretty much for Halloween, I'm not even going to lie. I forgot that this was happening. Yeah, um, me too. Part of it is just because, you know, like coronavirus, I'm like, it's just been a thing. Man. It's a big rip. It's been a big rip for this entire, like, year. I'm going to sit on and the And I just kind of thought that all fun events were kind of cancelled. So once everyone was talking about Halloween and what we're go- I'm going as, I'm like, oh, uh, right. So I'm going to Salvation Army to try to figure out what I want to do. Probably gonna dress up as a Yakuza member from uh, the, the hit uh, video game series, Yakuza.
0: Because he's a video game guy.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Maya. That's true. Okay, th- thank you.
0: I thought I should clarify for the audience. <laughs> um, we're wow. gonna be talking about Night of the Living Dead yep. because... Not only is it a classic horror movie, but it has a lot of social um, commentary as well. Oh, you know, it does? Yes, which is why we're watching it, because that's what my podcast is about. I thought you
1: just said we we're going to watch a movie. Why are you taping this? What? The shut fuck?
0: up! <laughs> so, the social part of this movie, we're going to see a black main character. Whoa! Yeah, well, we're going to see some racial injustice at the what? end. I won't spoil it for you guys. Just um, get out. Shut up. Shut <laughs> up. Um, We're going to see some zombies. We're going to see the formation of the characteristics of zombies in this movie. Um, It's very cool. And we're going to see some controversial things because, as with any good podcast, we have to address a little bit of controversy.
1: I mean, I feel like that's just any, like, 60s to 70s kind of movie. There's always some sort of controversy. That's
0: any movie now, Chief.
1: Okay, but, like, especially now, like, the 60s and 70s, I don't know, I feel like... There's a lot of movies that like thought this is okay to do because That's they true. didn't know much about like what the minority thought. <laughs> what the
0: minority thought. The minority. <laughs>
1: yeah. Quote by
0: quote by Michael Gonzalez.
1: Thank you. That's very um, funny.
0: We're back. We're debating on whether or not this movie is copyrighted because if it's not, then dog. We're about to keep this recording on because I don't want we'll to have to worry about editing. I... So George Romero, the guy who directed and made this movie. He's the father of the zombie movie, guys. I did a report about this last year.
1: kind of started this whole thing.
0: He did. He's actually a really cool guy. And um, I'll talk more about him during the movie because I'm a little bit of a nerd about this movie because I did a whole report on
1: it. Well, of the dead <laughs> is indeed public domain.
0: Woo! All right, everybody.
1: Let's make it easy for Five my. Five minutes to put the wreath on the grave and six hours to drive back and forth. Mother wants to remember, I so love 60s acting,
0: acting as a country, side note, hilarious. Here, John.
1: You know, right? I like did the they over act. actually, like, speak like this outside areas? No,
0: you know why they had to talk like this? Because they did, there was like, um, uh, a northeaster accent thing they used to do. For like acting in acting school. Okay, so they're in the cemetery right now. They are. Um, it's the two siblings, Johnny and the other girl, Barbara and they're visiting the grave of their father.
1: The
0: She's the girl with the blonde hair. They said her
1: name. Man, we're, we're watching Night of the Living Dead.
0: Shut up. <laughs> I hate you. They're That's fun. You. Mike got um special M&Ms with his face on them, for those of you who didn't oh, know Oh, thank
1: that. you, audience. Yes. This that is, is what
0: they look like, I'm hoping. <laughs> <down. laughs> Can you guys see that? Can you guys see the red and the yellow in his face on it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. That's Mike. Yeah, that's him, guys. That's what he looks like. Thank yep. you for that, Jenna. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Maybe, maybe you could help the audience by giving a description of what my face looks He
0: has hair. Hair. A smile. Smile. Kay. Nose. Nose. Yep. Ears. Mm. Eyes. Eyes. Mm. Eyebrows. Now that sounds like a handsome man, doesn't it? Oh lady? my god. You know, <laughs> he doesn't have and men. He doesn't have what? He
1: doesn't have shoulders, though. Dude, even the guy knows how to open a door. No, party. he's
0: undead.
1: He's trying to open the door. He's
0: slapping on the window.
1: Yeah, I could see him still trying to get the hinge.
0: Oh. I don't know, maybe he's a smart zombie. Look at that! Yeah, he's strong!
1: He's trying to go- He's going for the door handle!
0: That sounds like you're a sports commentator. What? He's going for the door handle. He's going for the rock. He's using the brick! He's using the brick. Come on! Oh, power move. (laughs) So I mentioned this in the Django video, but again, it's just Barbara is the classic female in trouble character. So that's exactly what happened with
1: Damsel in distress. Yeah,
0: Damsel in distress. That's exactly what happened with Broomhilda in uh, Django Unchained. And we'll see this in movies um, from the 1960s to now because directors still don't really. Barbara's only character is she's a woman. She's scared. She's running around. And later on, she's just crazy.
1: No, it's so funny because I've seen certain games do the same thing where it's like, they're supposed to be super, like, powerful, like, female leads and stuff, but for some reason, there is a certain game where they just decide, you know, this person that's super powerful and, like, confident and stuff? What if we just made them vulnerable and like, more of a damsel in distress
0: Exactly, yeah
1: While they're still trying to be the badass
0: I think because it plays into like, this classic, like, male role of like, they have to be the one saving Which we do see later on in the movie But this movie is revolutionary for other reasons We'll continue Something I love about this movie, and just black my movies in general I love the black and white and, the, like, the color balance. That mm. looks so cool. It's just, like, so dramatic and cool. Oh, also, this movie, um, they didn't have enough money to shoot it in color, which is why it's in black and white. I know it's a 60s movie, but by 1968, they had, like, color stuff. Oh, really? But they just couldn't afford it, because it's, like, a really, like, B-level movie.
1: Well, and I, that's something that I really like. I really like the B movie.
0: Like, older ones are kind of cool.
1: You know, not the Jerry Seinfeld beat, maybe, but, you know. I'm talking about, like, the campy ones. That have kind of the bad scripts, but still they're, like, fun.
0: A cool simple thing I just noticed, which is why I went, ooh. So Barbara's in the house, and she's walking around with a knife. Mm -hmm. And then she sees those deer heads. It's like, she's the deer, because, like, you know how people say, you're a deer in the headlights? Mm, Yeah. That's her, because she's, like, stunned right now. I think that's kind of cool. I don't know if that was done on purpose, but they still need them.
1: I was thinking it was more for, like, a creepy effect that there are... Because this is someone who's technically undead, and now there are dead animal heads. Oh, see? Right there. Now
0: that's a good one. You done did it, Mike. That's a really cool observation.
1: For some reason, animal heads, like, some of those, like, trophies Mm -hmm. and stuff, yeah, they're usually used for, like, more of a creepy effect more than anything.
0: That's true. That's really true.
1: Trying to get out of here, get some gas. Okay, so case? this main
0: character right now? Black man. Just thought I'd point that out because you okay. guys can't see.
1: <laughs> see, and I'm rather interested that they did not make the black main character talk in a certain fashion.
0: Isn't that nice?
1: I like that.
0: George Romero said that he didn't pick the main character. I can't remember his name. Because he was black, that it just happened to be coincidence. Um, but a lot of people kind of theorize that he might have been lying about that a little bit, just because we'll see later on in the movie things that happen.
1: That yeah, almost makes it seem like.
0: Well, it's for a good reason, though, not for racist reasons. No,
1: of course yeah. not, but. It...
0: But yes, that is revolutionary for the time, I would definitely say. Also, side note, you guys do see this, obviously. But, um, the first, the opening scene of the movie, where they're driving to the cemetery, the very first shot that we see, um, is a shot of an American flag. Hmm. What does that mean? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Hashtag, this is America. Probably Charlotte the You
1: know what this kind of reminds me of? That, uh, Spongebob episode with the mad cow disease. Mad snail disease. Or mad snail disease, yeah. And they almost acted exactly the same way where they were like still smart and they actually didn't have any disease. Mm. It was just like on their heads. But they still acted like zombies. Kind of like this where it's like they don't look that bad.
0: Mm. I just want to talk about intersectionality real quick because we were learning about that in CGL. Do you know what that is? No. Okay, so intersectionality. Well, this is fun because then I get to define it for everyone listening. Do you want
1: me to pause? Sure.
0: Intersectionality. What does that mean? It basically means we're like two um, like oppressive things coincide. So like for example, if you're black, obviously you you're oppressed. If you're a woman, you're oppressed. But if you're a black woman, you face different challenges because not only are you oppressed by black men and white men, but you're oppressed by white women too.
1: Now you're oppressed two times
0: exactly it's double oppression and so i just been thinking about that because if you been learning about it in cgl shout out to jared halter again um and my my peer um facilitators also anyways um so just like i was just thinking about the context of the 60s and how this main character is black like the fact that he's black is crazy but if he was a black woman whoa, that would have been too much for the audiences of the 60s to handle, I think. Yeah. That would have been a lot. And I also think in the 60s, we were focusing more on, okay, let's just stop being racist. Let's just let's just get that in hand. And women were still... They weren't there yet. <laughs> yeah,
1: no, there was still like, a lot of misogyny and yeah. like, sexism. We had to
0: focus on one thing at a time, you know.
1: And even then, we still aren't doing the best with that stuff. We're we are... getting there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: In a certain way... I mean, come on, it's a lot better than, I'd say, like, the 60s. That's
0: definitely true.
1: But, like, we still got a long ways to go.
0: But you know what? This is gonna sound a little bit crazy, but I see a lot of parallels between our current time and, like, the 60s and 70s just by, like, the leaders we have. What people are saying, what people can get away with, the dog whistles that are happening, that's... Hearing. Well,
1: that's mostly because there, there are a lot of people in power at the moment that are speaking a lot of, uh... But
0: it just makes me think we've made no progress at all. I'm like, well, look what we got. Also, it's just interesting, since we're talking about this, like, in the 60s, the KKK wasn't as big as it was. It was big in the 70s. But, oh. um, mm-hmm. but, like, other things about racism were big. Like, we were like, uh, segregation, let's do that. And now it's like, well, we don't, we're not pro-segregation anymore. But we are pro KKK because look at all the hate groups that are sprung up.
1: My name is Mike. I don't know how to rhyme. Like. Ladies and gentlemen, that is your podcast leader, Maya I'm funny. She's something. <laughs> We are in the middle of the mood. Every time we listen
0: to Okay, so Barbara, because you guys can't see, she's just nuts right now. She's been walking around the house, just looking all dazed and confused. She's in shock. She's just playing with the random stuff in the house. She's not talking to anybody. Yes, I know, but there's a purpose for why I'm saying this. Because they just make her a crazy lady. That's it. Really? Yeah.
1: That's her whole... That's
0: her whole character. She's just crazy the whole time, crazy and pretty. I could just see that the truck was moving She's just 21. petting a blanket right now. <laughs> She's nuts. She's nuts, though, guys.
1: I guess the biggest thing that I'm noticing with between the stories of what the main character who is black and the the story of the the character who's white, the, mm-hmm. the woman Barbara, um, Barbara.
0: I feel bad that I don't know that guy's name, but. Let me look
1: it up really quick. So, basically, what I'm noticing, like the biggest thing I picked up is the man who's you know the minority. He's talking about like a really bad horror story of what's happened to him. You know, some really terrible stuff. You know, very traumatic. You know, like oh my gosh. You know, it. I nearly saw a gas station blow up, and there was like th- you know hundreds of them. Mm-hmm. And then there's a white woman who is saying, oh, you know, just basically talking about his, like, a typical mourning and stuff, and basically saying that's kind of, like, the trouble that she's having in a sense.
0: I guess I get what you're saying, but I think, I think, it just, like, in, in general, it would be more traumatic to see your brother die than just think, to see something explode.
1: It's not even that. It's It's more of, like, they saw almost, like, like the end of the world, almost looking stuff. And then, you know, she's talking about.
0: It's because she's a woman and she's sensitive, duh. <laughs> I'm oh, kidding. Wait. That was because <laughs> I was making haha. Oh, the main character's name is Ben, by the way.
1: Ben, okay. Yes. And then
0: Johnny... But also, okay, so she's telling a sad, traumatic story. And Ben just doesn't care. He's just, he's like, all right, fine. He's like pulling the wood to the. the see and he's like oh why don't you just keep calm why are you so irrational she's reliving a traumatic experience and Ben's just like shut up girl I'm trying to nail wood to the door you can do two things at the same time please we have got to go get Johnny please help me please okay watch what's about to happen don't you know what's going on out there this is no Sunday school all right let's pause (laughs) okay so the reason why this movie is a little bit controversial is because barbara's freaking out right she's panicking she's like my brother we have to go save him um i mean he's dead but she doesn't know that because she's thinking irrationally.
1: she's acting hysterical
0: right she's hysterical which makes sense um i guess but okay and so ben is just like okay chill out it's fine blah 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 which is a typical male role, I would say. He's kind of acting like she's acting ridiculously, but she's been through something traumatic. And so Barbara slaps him. She's like, we gotta go find my brother. What the heck are you talking about? And then Ben slaps her. Bam. And that, I mean, in the 60s to a 60s viewing audience, they'd just be like, yeah, gotta do what you gotta do when when the gals are acting crazy, you know? But today, looking at it, I'm just like, oof, ouch. I
1: was gonna say, like... It's one thing to be, like... Because a lot of people, they do that, you know, in, like, movies where people are, like, acting crazy. They might slap someone, but it's nothing, right. like, too crazy. Dude, he, like, far-
0: Yeah, she fell to the ground.
1: <laughs> he did a five-star, you know, just... <laughs> <clears throat> Some sort of, like, I don't know, like, boxing knockout type mm. of move right there. Like, anybody would have gotten knocked out by that.
0: And I don't think this was intentional, but I guess it just kind of sucks to see... Here's a black man, he's taking care of business, he's doing things right, and then here he is doing something that sucks.
1: If it was just a slap to be like, snap out of it, again, nothing bad about it, you know? It's just a, hey, come on. Mm-hmm. You need to snap back to your senses. But, damn.
0: <laughs> on your controversial scale, how controversial is this? Between Quentin Tarantino saying the N-word in Pulp Fiction, and, um... And, um, Harvey
1: Weinstein. Okay, now I'm trying to figure out what that means, because Quentin Tarantino saying the N-word, that's pretty controversial.
0: That's controversial, but it's, it's, it's,
1: uh... 1 being, like, not as bad, 10 being like, oh my god. Um, I would probably say this is, like, a good 4 for me. Four.
0: I can see that. Yeah, it's controversial, but I'm like, well, I can see it.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say, there are a lot of different sides to this, and even then... We don't know the full story of why it was this, like, over, like, reactive. True. Because, for all I know, it wasn't intended to go that way. That's true. You know? Maybe they...
0: My Wait, is she... She passed out, bro. She passed out? Yeah.
1: Okay, this changes everything. It's oh, wild. Wow, that's turning into a six.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's a little crazy. It's a little uncomfortable. However... So, at this point... You know I so just thought about, too? You don't have to pause. I'm just going to talk. But, um, so, like, in this movie, they don't have the word zombie yet. They just don't. They call them something else. I can't remember. I think it's something funny. They call them, like, ghouls or something.
1: Um, well, ghouls are zombies. Are they really? Yeah. I
0: thought ghouls were ghosts.
1: No. That's funny. Ghouls are technically, like, what zombies are. Really? Like, let me let me look it up, like, what it is. That's but funny. I'm, like, pretty, pretty certain that...
0: But, um, so, yeah, so they didn't have, like, the word for zombie yet, and I guess it just kind of reminds me, like, the word zombie comes from, like, um, like, African religions where they believed in, like, reincarnation and believed in, like, living dead people and that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, And I so just think
0: it's interesting how that was, like, incorporated into the mainstream as, like, the, the term that we call zombies now.
1: So ghouls are, uh, demonic-like beings or monstrous humanoids. Huh. Um... It originated in a pre-Islamic era, uh, Arabian uh, really? religion associated with graveyards and consuming human flesh.
0: That is, I did not know modern that at fiction, all. In modern
1: fiction, the term has often been used for a certain kind of undead monster.
0: That is very interesting to me. Yeah, they're cool. I just, I think like language is just so interesting in general. Which is why nobody should be racist again because everything we have comes from somewhere else. <laughs> Fun fact. In America okay, we were talking about it the other day in class about how white people kind of have no culture. And I think that's true because everything that is white culture is stolen from a different culture. <laughs> well I definitely think that's true. Yeah Yeah. Yeah. Like Americans don't really have a culture besides being racist. <laughs> yeah.
1: We like hot dogs.
0: We like hot dogs. <many>. Yep, everything we have is stolen from somewhere else, so Uh, you should just stop being a Hamburg. There you go. There you go. Pizzas from Italy. Mac and cheese is from black people. Slave made mac and cheese. Fun fact. Slaves (laughs) slaves also made all of our quote-unquote southern comfort food. That's not southern comfort food. That came from the slaves because they had to figure out how to make food based on the scraps yeah, they are There no, is no I'm such too. thing as white culture. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, you know what white culture is? You know what it is? What? Um, making guacamole out of peas. That's what it is. <laughs> and again, guacamole, where does that come from? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hispanic people. There you go. It's stolen. It's all stolen.
1: Chief. Hey, I'm 50% Hispanic, so you can fill it Oh,
0: Okay. Okay, and so, was I speaking to you? No.
1: A little bit. No. I mean, my skin...
0: I was speaking to the common white man.
1: I'm a common white man. Okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, another thing I kind of like about this, so Ben's not really listening to the radio anymore. And it's just funny because they're trying to update him and trying to give more important information and i guess it kind of shows like even like in society in real life we the media is just like in the background to our lives and we
1: sometimes don't pay
0: attention to the important details
1: but how do you know he's not actually listening to it because now
0: he's looking around the house he's smoking doing a bunch of other random stuff he was listening to it at first but now it's just in the background of what's happening in the movie we can barely even notice it you know it's I think that's done
1: purposely. It's used for white noise, almost. Yeah. yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. A gun.
1: I love the fact that they do that stuff in the old movies funny. where they just close Ooh, in on something, whoa. where it's like, "What?"
0: That's very funny.
1: Like I noticed after all, even like what was it? Um, what's it called? The Christmas movie? Um, like what a good life or? Oh,
0: wonderful life. It's a good
1: life. Yeah, what...
0: A Wonderful Life. A
1: Wonderful Life.
0: I've never seen that movie, actually. They
1: do that sometimes, where they'll, like, have, like, a check or, like, a, some medicine, and it'll be zoomed That's in, and it has, funny. like, certain lighting to it, I'm like... Man, they took a whole, like, shot just I to, like, like old
0: movie techniques. They're, like, just fun. They're quirky.
1: They'll have stuff like that, where it's, like, shadowed just right.
0: Oh, okay, so let me talk about the shadows, dog. That's just, like, a thing, because, like, um, after the, um...
1: Up pretty solid now. The Noir films?
0: Film Noir. So this came from Film Noir. That Film Noir really changed the game. And so like with all the like dark contrast with the shadows. People... Make it like
1: the spooky, suspicious look.
0: Yeah, and to make it like here it is now in the sixties, which is right after when Film Noir was kind of ending. Oh, Ben gave Barbara some shoes, by the way, because she lost her shoes. What a nice young man. So this movie came out in nineteen sixty eight. And you know what else happened in nineteen sixty eight?
1: Martin Luther King Jr. shot. Martin
0: Luther King Jr. was shot. You're absolutely to totally the correct, young man. Um, and so, I guess it's just, it's, it's interesting because um, when I was kind of doing a little bit of research about this movie, like tensions in the US of A were high concerning race. That's like, I guess if you think about it, that's like, Martin Luther King oh. being shot is like the tippy top of, we're upset, you know? <laughs> we're upset in America. So things were really not going so swell, which is why when George Romero, like, did this movie, it's kind of just like, it's like a a really big commentary, you know. George Romero's like, this is America, Chief. This is what's going on. Okay, so what's happening right now? Barbara's sitting in the living room listening to the radio, and then she sees the basement door open, and there's more
1: people! Survivors?
0: Yes!
1: Have they been downstairs this whole time?
0: Yes! This is where the racial yeah. things really start A to racial? kick in. the safest place you, mean you didn't hear the racket up here? How are we supposed to know what was going on all right, for all we knew. That girl was okay so Ben so okay the survivors they come up from the basement and Barbara's freaking out she's like what are these these people here um and so Ben confronts them he was like hey how come you didn't come up here to help me? Because obviously we're human beings. And he's like, oh, we couldn't tell if you guys were zombies or not. And he was like, well, obviously we're not zombies because we're having full conversations. Robert was screaming and freaking out earlier. So you guys knew we were here. Why were you hiding in the cellar? And he's like, well, the cellar is the safest place. So this is going to be interesting because this character, I can't remember this character's name. Too late. I'm not going to look it up.
1: So I'm just curious as to, like, You're saying that this might be because of racial bias.
0: Yes, but also it's because of power. Which is what everything is about. (laughs) Money and power.
1: I was gonna say, because I don't think that they could have, like, made a fair assumption. Again, this is because, again, people who are more racist... They look for different stereotypes. Such oh, I as understand like the voice. No,
0: no, no. I'm not saying. I'm not saying he didn't come up because he's racist. He's he didn't come up because he's being a jerk. Okay. But it's like kind of a metaphor for what's happening. Mm-hmm. It will make more sense probably in a minute. I'm kind of sounding crazy. But um... crazy like Oh, wait. Can you pause things? it? Yeah. yeah so okay. So it's kind of a metaphor for um like him being racist because he knew that he needed help. And he knew that he was a normal human being, but didn't help him. Hmm, interesting. It's kind of like how white people are like, um, don't see black people as human. That's like a thing that, but what went on? Anyways, besides the point. Um, and so anyway, it, it also has to really because this character who's coming up, he wants to be in charge really bad, and because he's, it's also because of like an age difference. So he's older than Ben, and he's older. He's oldest in the house. He's the oldest. yeah. The dad. And he's a white man, and so he expects to be the leader automatically, and he disregards everything that Ben says, and he disregards everything that the other people say and the women say because he's the oldest white man, and he expects to be in power. Hmm. Commentary. May I? Go ahead. <laughs> would know help. Look, it's kind of hard to hear what's going on from down
1: there. We thought we could hear screams, but for all we knew, that could have meant those things were in the house afterwards, and you wouldn't come up and help. Well... If there were more, the racket sounded like the place was being ripped apart. How are we supposed to know what was going on?
0: Now, wait a minute. You just got through this thing.
1: You couldn't hear from down there. Now you say it sounded like the place was being ripped apart. It Oof. would be nice if you get your story straight, man. All right. Now you tell me. I'm not going to take that kind of a chance when we got a safe place.
0: We look into a safe place, and you're telling us we got to risk our lives just because somebody might need help, huh? Yeah, something like that. All right. Why don't we settle this, Mr.? it's also interesting because this character he literally just said he's like oh so I should risk my life because somebody else needs help and that's just like an interesting thing it kind of relates again to like all the the like protests that were going on around this time like the civil rights movement people actually did really risk their lives just so things could be better Mm -hmm. which is very interesting but again because
1: this character has privilege he doesn't feel like he should have to do that
0: Only one door,
1: right? Just one door.
0: That's all we have to protect. Paul and I fix it so it locks and boards from the inside. Yeah. Up
1: here, all these windows. He doesn't make a good point. No, 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 he doesn't. You got a point. Mr. Cooper. The problem is for me. It, there's only one exit. It's the same reason as a fire. You know, oh, you true. always have to have two different exits just in case there's a fire. True. So yeah. it, Let's say there is. You know, just zombies coming in from one door. And there's only one exit, and that's that door. Mm. And let's say there are a hundred of them just lining up, going that's in. That's true. Yeah, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> good luck. Yeah, you're
0: someone, right. No to to. Oh, he even I mean, just said it. But again, because we he's the, the out oldest out white man, he's not listening to, out out to, out to, out to
1: out the younger guy. Let me just say this. How many serial killers use the main room? To kill their own victims and stuff.
0: oh I guess.
1: <laughs> I'm just saying, the cellar is great for getting people murdered. It's a death trick.
0: Oh, that's definitely true. Yeah, because nobody can hear you from the cellar. Nobody
1: can hear you. Nobody can that's see true. you. And there's no really good way to actually escape.
0: But is Mr. Cooper listening to the black guy and the younger guy? No.
1: Like, that's what I'm trying to say. The serial killer never uses the main rooms because they know there are multiple ways to escape.
0: Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. That makes sense. Yeah, but Mr. Cooper is a person. Oh, but he's okay. Okay, and you know what else, too? So Mr. Cooper, he's the only one who's not fighting. He's just watching what Ben and the other guy do. Yeah,
1: they're watching... He's watching them struggle.
0: It's like a dad role. You know, dad's just like, oh, I'm just supervising. That's what he's doing, classic dad.
1: Okay, so they really are on guard,
0: right? Ooh, so Ben figured out that they have to get shot in the head. Bing, bang, boom. That's what happened. See, she's just butt naked. Why? Oh. Why? There's a zombie right now, just completely naked for no good reason. She's the only one too. Booty just hanging out. Oh, that's a dude. No, dude no, it's does not have a shirt on. Maybe because she came out of the morgue? I don't know. I'm a cricket. Ew.
1: I'm, I'm taking the girl horseman.
0: You can her here. Keep your hands up her. And
1: everything else is up here, too. Because if I stay up here...
0: Oh, you know I what else is interesting? In so my dad always says... He's always like, oh... You notice how, like... um, Can you pause this for a second? (laughs) I'm sorry. It's just distracting. No,
1: you're fine.
0: Um, My dad, like, whenever we, like, watch TV and he sees, like, a, a biracial couple that's, like, a black woman and a white man, my dad's like, oh, that's not realistic. And I'm like, well, they... Those couples exist in real life. But my dad, like, makes the point that, like, it's very it's not common, actually, that you see a black man with a white woman as an interracial couple on TV. And I was like, well, I don't know if that's, like, a real reason, Dad. Maybe it's just a coincidence. But then my brother kind of pointed out that, like, it's because white society doesn't want black men to take their white woman. Kind of. And I think that's just, it just reminded me of that in this movie. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Not to mention, I guess I just started thinking about... In a certain way, you know how, like, people say you have to bring the women and the children first to safety and stuff. True. Again, this guy is thinking that he's in power, so he believes, all right, best course of action, the women and the children have to be downstairs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, again, his his own, you know, power uh, fantasy is just kind of kicking in. And, yeah. I
0: don't
1: know, it's just becoming more and more evident he's a jerk.
0: Oh, so I should explain what's actually happening in the scene. So, um, Mr. Cooper's like, "I'm taking Barbara with me." Barbara's the crazy one, um, and Ben's like, "No, no. you're not, because she's safer up here." And he wants to take the white woman away from the black man. Just yeah, to
1: kind of that biracial thing point. again. Yeah, that, that same <laughs> idea. And again, it doesn't. And it, let's just take it from a standpoint of where George Romero actually says. The main character wasn't intended to be black. It was just a coincidence.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you believe that?
1: Personally, I can see both sides. Mm-hmm. I can see that, if anything, I think this could have worked without a black man. It could have. If it had a white man and it but had then the same exact just ideas, been... it would have been a little bit more... I, I think that because he was black and there were still these same ideas that George Romero was trying to put out. He was trying to make more more of a message about someone, you know, the, the mm-hmm. black community and what's going on, the racial tension mm-hmm. of the 60s. And I think that what he was trying to go for was the fact that there are actual monsters out there. Mm-hmm. And as humans, people aren't looking at each other, you know. The same.
0: Oh, you know what else, too? You just brought up something good. So, the there's, like, actual monsters. There's, like, actual things we need to fight and be angry about. But instead of bonding together, like, you should be during this time, they divide themselves into factions. Well, they don't even divide themselves. It's yeah. just Mr. Cooper who's dividing them into different groups. And I guess
1: that's the biggest thing about the world. There are a lot of huge problems that we're facing. Exactly, yeah. Global warming. There's all sorts of different huge problems. And... Just like in this movie, we don't focus on the problems. We focus on what people are saying about us. Mm. We are worried about our own status.
0: Very true. And, and like, well we have to get mad about this now.
1: <laughs> and and that's what we see. We see that uh, the this guy, the the I, I forgot his name. Mr. The, Cooper. Mr. Cooper, um, he sees that his status is not exactly leader originally. True, yeah. So he immediately doesn't care about the problem of the, the ghouls, but more of the problem about his own status as team leader. hmm And you see that just creates a lot more tension and a uh, uh, worse situation.
0: Exactly. So
1: again, this is more of like a... Like I said, just again, think about what George Romare was saying before. Let's just say this was a coincidence that the main character was a black man. Mm -hmm. I think that a lot of the messages that he was trying to give, I think that a lot of them are a lot clearer Mm -hmm. because of the person's color. I think that he still wanted those messages regardless of the person's uh, skin color.
0: I also just, I can't, because to me, just like when we see the entire movie, like there's there's another, there's other messages besides race in this movie mm-hmm. that George Romero tries to hint at, but it, like if if Ben was a white guy, this movie would just be an average zombie movie, but I think George Romero did this on purpose because in his other movies too he has other zombie movies, um, but they all have a message of something else. Like in his second movie, which came out in the '70s, it's about consumerism and how consumerism makes you like into a zombie kind of which is funny because it's like set in a mall and all this Mm -hmm. other stuff so he does that one yeah yeah so george romero just like he does this on purpose so he he was trying to fool us but i mean it's just it's kind of obvious that he was trying to make a point because again the first the very first shot we see is an american flag the the divisions between the younger people and the older people and the black people and the white people what happens at the end will shock you (laughs) stay tuned (laughs) Straight up, Ben just called that man stupid. What if we just didn't do a podcast and we just recorded this movie because it's copyright-free and that was the entire episode?
1: Alright, let's do That'd it. That'd be kind of funny. Let's start the movie. We <laughs> may not enjoy living
0: together. <laughs>
1: Dying together isn't going to solve anything. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I still want this divorce after this whole zombie apocalypse. Yeah, that's kinda of hilarious. The man looks angry all the time.
0: Because he's white and he doesn't have power and he's confused. It's hard for us here to believe what we're reporting to you, but it does seem to be a fact. Okay, do you know what's hilarious about this? So when they when they heard on the news that they were like, it's true. Um, people who have been recently deceased are coming back to life. None of them are like, what? None of them were freaking out. They're just like, damn, damn, yeah,
1: that makes sense. It's like, nobody thought that was kind of like a crazy thing. They just said, I, yeah, like, how gonna... do we kill them? Is this going to be over or anything?
0: Yeah, they just said, like, oof, that's rough. Well, that situation has now changed. We're... This reminds me of coronavirus, bro. Oh my god, It does. Okay. Because the scientists... <laughs> because okay because the thing that people keep trying to say now about coronavirus is they're like well the scientists at first said blah 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 but now they're saying blah 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 and we're like yeah that's because they learn new information so now they're like hey you should wear masks and stuff those
1: are scientists yeah and
0: these are scientists it's the exact same thing and we can look at this movie and be like hmm they should probably pay attention to what the news person is saying because they're pretty smart but in real life what's happening now people are doing the exact opposite they're like no I'm not going to listen to people that know more than me. I'm going to not wear a mask, and I'm going to be angry that I can't go to a bar right now.
1: Who's the older dude? Mr. Cooper. Cooper? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you noticed, but Cooper is still, like, wasn't sure if we're just making this all up. This whole, like, living dad situation.
0: Well, okay, Mr. Cooper is stupid because the guy was like, "Uh, it's not mass hysteria. Meaning that the zombies, obviously, were the ones who were crazy. He's like, oh, what, they think we're imagining this? I'm like, bro. That's not what they said. Mr. Cooper would be one of those, okay, sheeple. Yeah, exac- right no, now. I know,
1: yeah, exactly. That's yeah. what I'm kind of talking about. I'm like, oh, man, this is hidden a little too close to home, you know?
0: So they're walking around Washington. People are just out and about. They're not scared of the zombies.
1: Yeah. I'm like, I, hey,
0: what's wrong with you?
1: <laughs> that's what I was <laughs> going to say. zombies amok. Wouldn't they have, like, a press meeting or something yeah, just to make hilarious. sure, like bunk it down and then be like alright let's
0: maybe it's not bad in Washington maybe the Venus probe landed somewhere else I don't know okay so something I want to talk about with this movie so my professor he was talking about how each decade like the things that we consider scary and the things we make scary movies about have to do with like what's going on in the world at the time and so in the 60s I mean it happens like throughout decades of course but in the 60s like people in America were especially worried about change because the civil rights movement was happening and the hippies were happening and the women were happening.
1: (laughs) Oh, man, the women. Oh, no, that's a new thing.
0: And so they were just like, we don't like change. We don't want to do, like, new, crazy, unfamiliar, scary stuff. And they also had a large distrust for the government because government's corrupt, baby.
1: Well, this is probably, like, around the same time as, um, what was it, Vietnam War? Yeah, yeah, you're right,
0: 1968. Nixon,
1: Watergate, all that stuff.
0: Watergate was in the 70s.
1: Wasn't it? Watergate in the 70s? Okay. But
0: 68 was civil rights movement, of course, MLK got shot. They were about to do the moon landing, because the moon landing was in 1969.
1: There was a lot happening. There there. was a
0: lot happening. Yeah, there was so much stuff going on in America, and that just, like, freaked people out, because they were like, why is everything being crazy right now kind of like what's happening right now but i think that's like reflected in this movie because they're talking about the venus probe so that has to do with obviously space but just space in general is it like represents this whole new like new place we've never been before and that's was like a crazy thing to a crazy concept to people
1: so this came out october 1st i remember right like
0: probably i think it did come out in october i think i remember that
1: um i was gonna say when was the first moon landing
0: In July of 1969,
1: I think. So, basically, imagine this. Yeah, July 20th, 1969. Basically, imagine they're basically hearing about this. They're like, oh, man, they're launching something into space. You know, they're (laughs) launching people. And then you have this movie where it's talking about basically you (laughs) you get someone out into space. You bring them back. And there's radiation, and then all of a sudden, Night of the Living Dead. I can see how this was, like, absolutely terrifying to people. Yeah,
0: that would definitely freak people out. And, yeah, it makes sense.
1: Like, can you imagine watching this, and then immediately you go to the newspaper the next morning, and (laughs) it's just like... Man, we're gonna have a moon launch, and you're like, oh no! Womp womp. Oh no. That would be kind of funny.
0: Also, they were like, we don't touch the government because that scientist guy was like, uh, yeah, this is definitely radiation, dude. And then the general guy was like, oh, uh, we don't know that. We don't know if it was radiation from the space probe that we sent to space and crashed, and we couldn't figure out what was wrong with it. We don't know. We don't know, <laughs> we don't know that for sure. Dr. I don't know if you just heard Mr. Cooper, but he was like, How are we supposed to get out of here? We have a child and two women and one woman who's out of her head. And I was like, Damn. Okay. Youch.
1: That's pretty mean. Because
0: the woman can help you, Chief. You're just being a poopy head.
1: Again, that was a way of their time being like, Women be weak.
0: <laughs> I guess. Her
1: Again, I'm not saying that's a good thing. That that, that that's that's a very Michael bad Gonzalez. Thing. That's, a very bad thing. that's a very sexist. That's a very bad Gonzalez thing.
0: Michael Gonzalez hates women.
1: Ah.
0: Michael Gonzalez thinks women are yucky. We don't know
1: yet. Did Please no. <laughs> I like women. Women are very good. They're a lot strong. They're <laughs> very good. They are very good. They they are. I like
0: women. Yeah, women good.
1: They are a lot stronger than me. I can. Attest to that Um uh, Go join action replay
0: <laughs> So for those of you who didn't see I'll just all of you because this is the podcast They went to go get gas Because they wanted to drive into town Where like the rescue stations are at And stupid Tom got gas All over the car What a dumb idiot
1: Right next to a torch
0: Okay, so I just wanna point something out. So we're at the point of the movie now and the newscaster is talking about this like these little like pop up like zombie killing groups and guess what? All of the zombie killing groups are the yee yeeha cowboy folk. Fire. Yeah. Okay. So what happened is so it's the next day and the militia people are out and about in the area killing off the zombies and Ben doesn't know what's going on, so he grabs his gun and he looks out the window just to see what's going on. And then the militia guy is like, Alright, that's a zombie. Go ahead and shoot him and they killed him. The he... only survivor.
1: It's even funny or like not funny, or just sad, is the fact that, like, the dude had a gun on him, and exactly. he was like, he looked like a human. There was no way that they could have been like, oh, he's a zombie.
0: But that's why this movie is a metaphor for racism, because a black man looks scary to them, and he looks suspicious to them, and they're like, well, he can't be the only survivor and the only innocent person, so we're gonna have to kill him, because... He looks too suspicious, which is something we still keep hearing today. So there you go. Um, Racism
1: bad. All right. See you next week.
0: Racism is wickety wickety wag.
1: ActionReplay.cmu. So action.replay.cmu.
0: Okay. That's his Instagram handle.
1: ActionReplay.cmu. I am butchering this. We're
0: talking to Mickey Mike Gonzalez right now. Michael Castillo Gonzalez. Yeah,
1: I'm Mike. He's so. also
0: Hispanic. This has been Underlying Frequencies with me, Maya Saavedra. And, and
1: me, Michael Gonzalez. Michael
0: Castillo Gonzalez. Why you gotta say
1: my middle name? Because your middle name is cool. All right, all right.
0: I'm Maya Giselle Saavedra. Oh, something that's cool. So my next episode after this one is going to be with Spectrum, um, the group Spectrum on campus, DMU. And we're going to be talking about how LGBTQ plus people are represented in movies and TV shows. Wow! So that's gonna be a good one. Don't forget to vote. Vote November sixth if you haven't already done your mail in vote. Uh, November sixth. November. Yeah, that's, that's election day, isn't it?
1: November third.
0: November third. Yeah. Vote November third. That's election day. Don't vote November sixth. Oh that would be bad. You would be late.
1: Oh my gosh! You don't know when election day is? No,
0: I already voted though. I'm voting. voting.
1: I'm going back home and I'm going to... Oh, really? Yeah. I
0: did the mail and vote. I
1: don't know. I don't trust what CMU does with the mail.
0: CMU's not going to do anything.
1: It takes forever for it to get over here. I don't know. Uh... I've had some mail where it goes back to Troutman 204. So...
0: Follow me on Instagram. I'm um, at Underlying Frequencies. And my username is now Freak ha, <laughs> Because I'm funny. I'm hilarious. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Follow me on my other Instagram page because I'm vain and I I want the I want the publicity. It's Maya.
1: She wants a serotonin. Or maybe
0: it's just Savidra Maya. I don't remember. I don't even know my own Instagram handle. Just
1: give her the serotonin come on.
0: Yeah, do it. I'm depressed. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Why? Um, oh.
0: Thank you for tuning into underlying frequencies. Please share with your friends and your family. Happy Halloween. Woo!